Hello, my name is Anne, and I have a story about survival. In our country, a strict quarantine has now been announced, and it so happened that I met this not at home, but with my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Once, a couple of years ago, Lucas was the perfect guy for me. We studied at school then, and he was the best in the course. A classic story that about an athletic guy and a cheerleader girl. Yeah, we were doomed to date, at least until our graduation. Usually such couples do not live after. The cheerleaders marry quiet nerds with money, and the athletes merge after college and become ordinary workers with beer bellies and stretched t-shirts. But at the school time, it's just an obligation. The king and queen of high school. The first dance at graduation, the envy in the eyes of the friends. To everyone's surprise, we didn't break up right after school. Lucas really decided not to break stereotypes and went to college. He was given a sports scholarship, and studying in that college did not bother much. But instead of a sudden wedding, I entered the university. We then quarreled for the first time, because it seemed to Lucas that campus was all about a mess and debauchery only. Anyway, once could write an Indian series by our relationship. Both of us have complicated characters, a rich imagination, and we never restrain the desire to throw all the disappointment at ourselves. And since we mostly met somewhere on the street or in public places, a bunch of people sometimes became the witnesses of our scandals. They told me then that Lucas is the most terrible choice in my life. But as much as I could, I hated his lack of obligation, irresponsibility, and jealousy. I loved everything else about him. I was stupid. I was 17 years old. It seemed to me that our love was real and forever. Lucas's favorite pastime was jealousy. He could be jealous of me for learning too much, talking on the phone with friends too much, a passerby looking at me as I walked down the street. Such, you know, a classic tyrant, a toxic relationship, but love, yes. At that time, Lucas himself calmly flirted with other girls, often without even being shy about me standing next to him. He could discuss what kind of boobs his classmates had, or the slim legs of a dorm room mate with his friends when I was sitting right there. And he did it as disgusting as possible. He turned to me and pointly compared, always not in my point. Actually, I was not in vain the queen of the school. The nature did not offend me with my appearance. But after such compliments from my beloved, all my beauty, well, it didn't evaporate. It's just that when you're systematically humiliated about your appearance, the desire to demonstrate your charms disappears completely. And the short skirts in my wardrobe gave way to jeans or maxi dresses, the neckline to a tightly fastened throat, bright makeup to nude, or a complete lack of makeup. Lucas acted not too accurate, but methodically, and I was believing him like any girl. Now, looking back, I understand that he was simply an insecure tyrant who, in addition, had no prospects but the Student Hockey League. Moreover, in the same league, his maximum was sitting on the bench. I studied at the university, crammed two foreign languages, danced in an amateur group, and was a cut above him. Of course, as a real man, he could not allow his girlfriend to be better, more successful in himself, so he recouped on where he had at least some influence on my appearance. This went on for a whole year. 
He lived for his pleasure, and I endured and loved, gradually dropping my entire self-esteem somewhere underneath a baseboard. And then, alarm signals started coming from all over the world. At first, China said that their virus was really dangerous there, then Italy, then the rest of Europe. For us so far, this was far and unrealistic. So we were not too worried that something would go wrong. Well, we washed our hands and tried to breathe fresh air, but most people did not even notice the impending pandemic. I continued to go to university, and I was worried about the future project more than about my health. Not even a project, but in summer of the second year, the best students of my grade should have been sent to the state embassy in one Arab state for the internship and experience. To do this, it was necessary to fulfill a bunch of conditions, from a perfect reputation and good looks, to a long essay in Arabic, which would demonstrate the knowledge of the language, the culture of the country, and the usefulness of the student at the embassy. Of course, I signed up right away. This was a chance to get good recommendations in the future, or even get a prestigious job. And all my thoughts were in the competition. I even forgot about Lucas for a while, because there was no time for him. But he did not forget about me. Of course, we called up all this time, and he totally demanded attention, even cursed. But I did not expect from him any radical actions, as it turned out, in vain. After a month of nerves, I finally succeeded. The university sent an official notice that I was selected among the best for a trip to the embassy. And of course, I immediately wanted to share the joy with my closest and beloved man. I wanted to make a surprise, so I did not call or somehow warn Lucas that I planned to visit him. I knew his schedule better than my own. So I bought a bottle of wine at the store and arrived by taxi. And I entered his apartment. By that time, he was already renting his place, a small studio, but without neighbors, and in a beautiful place near the college. And there was a show. It is called I Didn't Wait For You. My Lucas was with some blonde with very long legs which were located strictly on his shoulders. Naturally, the bottle flew right in her direction. But I did not keep silent and spoke directly from the doorway about everything that I thought about the guys who did not know how to keep their pants closed. There was a scandal. The blonde immediately crawled into her clothes and seeped through the door away from our crazy couple. And I felt like a veil fell down from my eyes. And now I was wasting all this time on him? And I believed his words? Dishes, things, and some kind of breaking decor flew on the floor. We yelled at each other, expressed everything that had accumulated during the month of our separation. We were not shy in the expressions, even didn't shy about our neighbors. As a result, we were even knocked on the ceiling so that we should be more quiet. Only now, it was not the anger of our neighbors and the alleged reckoning that stopped us. A siren stopped us. I don't know if there was such a thing in your city, but if you live in one of the typical cities near the old capital, you should know what I mean. Such a tower with a bunch of speakers from which, in case of danger, the same siren sounds, and then the voice of one of the board members tells what the residents of the city should do. Usually, a siren warns of evacuation due to some disasters. In our city, it sounded twice in my memory, when an earthquake of 10 points occurred in the northern region, and when one of the plants organized an accidental release of something radioactive. And now, this happened the third time. Of course, we immediately shut up and started listening. A voice from the speaker said that because of the deadly virus pandemic, the city is quarantined. 
All the residents need to stay in their places. Those who are in public places will be taken home by the military. And the rest are requested not to go out on the streets for a week. We were promised patrols and prison for those who violated the ban. Help in delivering food and medicine through an emergency calls. They also said something about consciousness and civic duty. And then it turned off. And I stood there in the middle of the ruined living room in the house with my now ex-boyfriend and understood exactly what had been done. Because I had to spend an unknown amount of time locked up in the house with a man whom I now hated fiercely, Lucas's face showed unhitted gloating. So we were left together in a closed, small territory. At the same time, the degree of hatred towards each other was just off scale. The danger was much more real than the incomprehensible virus. The virus still needs to be caught. But the fact that one of us might not survive until the next morning was obvious and inevitable. I tried to call the hotline and say I was in a strange house and demand evacuation. And I was even put in the queue, but not a priority. Because the military took people out of shops and shopping centers. And this was more important than dismantling an ex-couple. But they promised to bring the products in the evening, as well as the essentials. And we started learning to survive. Such a new experience, which I would never want to experience again. Lucas behaved as disgusting as possible. I answered him with the same disgusting behavior. And everything that happened was reminiscent of one lasting nightmare. We spoiled each other's food, defiantly interfered sleep, Lucas would break into the shower when I was washing there and express insulting comments. Anyway, the chaos and devastation in a single apartment. By the end of the fifth day, I completely ceased to understand how I had dated this man for three whole years. And by the end of the seventh, why he still lives on Earth with his dirty character. I dreamed of opening the door and throwing him out of the apartment or open the window so that the virus will certainly get to the third floor and destroy Lucas. I was also ready to sacrifice myself. Anyway, there weren't any warm feelings. And after 10 days, I was transported home. And for the first time, I felt like a human being, not a fighting machine. The most interesting thing was that I lived on campus. But the military was not too lazy and took me to the suburbs to my parents. So quarantine was a very pleasant event with my mom's breakfasts and dad's comments from the fresh press in the morning, just like the childhood. Quarantine is still going on, and it is unknown how long it will last. We don't communicate with Lucas, and I have absolutely no desire. This is how the general tragedy saved me from illusions and harmful, toxic love to a terrible person. Write in the comments if there's a quarantine in your country and how you handle it. Support me and each other with likes and spend time with nice people or family, not with home tyrants who are not worth you. Care for your health.